Hey, how are you? Hey. So what's going on with you? Well, I had a baby, so there's that giant thing. Um, when did you when did you do that? It was like a month ago. It was two. It was almost two months ago. So she was born on ah. actually Valentine's Day. If you're familiar with Parks and Rec, um, that's February thirteenth, and she was due on Valentine's Day. So just a day early. Um, and you'll hear her. She's eating right now, and she's not a quiet eater. So she'll be making all kinds of noises and hopefully not crying. Fingers crossed. We're, we're good. Didn't you say that? Uh, didn't you tell me that she's been pretty good so far? Like, sure. Yeah, she is. And her name's Bellamy. Um, Bellamy Rowan. And I'll give you her stats because that's what you're supposed to do. Um, but okay. she was eight pounds nine ounces, which was our. Um, smallest baby yet, <laughs> surprisingly. Yeah. And um, yeah, she was born at 12.01 and 20 inches long and a head full of dark brown hair. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, no, you, uh... she's a good baby. She's a good sleeper. She just wakes up like really just once during the night. So I feel bad talking to other moms because... Uh, they're up, you know. They have crappy babies. Yeah. Well, and my best friend, actually, she had a baby the week before me. Um, so I don't really talk to her about sleeping. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think she gets up more than me. But anyway. Sure. Yeah. Well, Audra, Audra had hers right around you, too. And I think she's been saying all good stuff, too. So that's that's good. But you guys both have had others, too. So I don't know. Did Did either of the other two give you? Keep you up all night problems? Um, no, not really. Grayson, our first, um, was amazing in every way and always has been, like the perfect child. Um, so he was a good sleeper. Evie was a little bit trickier, um, but she's just challenging in every way. So it makes sense. But yeah. You realize when Grayson turns 25 or so, he's going to find this podcast and he's going to replay what a wonderful person he is back to you <laughs> yes hopefully he's not still living in our basement at that time and <laughs> yeah yes that is good so uh well i guess i, I do want to I, I do want to talk to you all about like working with pregnancy and and all that but let's let's just uh talk about right now like what, what we've been up to lately and then we'll kind of go from there you had a session yesterday or two sessions, I saw? Yeah, I had two sessions this weekend. And um, if you live in Indiana, you know our weather has been completely ridiculous. I mean, it was freezing. So those were a little But the stupid thing was it wasn't that freezing. It was 40 out or th- between 30 and 40 out, which isn't that terrible. But for some reason, it felt so cold this weekend. It was windy. At least on Saturday, it was. Um, and the wind yeah. made it down where I was, made it so much colder. Um, so I, like I got to the point and I never am like this, like I couldn't move my hands. My hands would not work on my camera. It was the weirdest thing. So really? we're ready for warm weather. And then yesterday I had an e-session, um, and it was, yeah, my, I was actually fine cause I got smart and, um, wore a hat this time, but my client was just over it like I at the end I was like okay let's go in the woods and do a few more and she's like nope 
Um, so oh, so that was that was a senior session. No, last night was an E session. She was the oh. my bride. It was one of my couples. My bride was just oh, okay. like hashtag. You, just, you nope. just said she, so I thought. Okay. Oh yeah, it was a guy. I mean, he was powering through. He had a jacket on though. She just had like, I don't know, a cardigan and like a tank top. So, so yeah. But what about you? Yeah. You had some sessions too. Yeah, I had two, uh, one on Saturday and, and one on Sunday. Uh, the Sunday one was, was kind of brief. Um, we don't get to do their engagement session till later in the year, but they need to send out their save the dates. So we did like, we split it up and we did like half a session this weekend for, for them. So that was kind of, that, that, that makes it cool too, because, um, we did it, uh, in Lafayette at Purdue and we're going to do the rest of it at, in Indianapolis where they currently live, but we were able to do like just a little have these things. So it was cool. And it actually worked out great. It was funny because the bride was actually probably the one that was complaining about the weather the least. Me and him kept <laughs> complaining oh, and man. she was like, it's really not that bad guys. And I was like, oh, okay. And that doesn't happen very often. Usually it's the girls that are freezing. Yeah. Good for her. I like it. Yeah, it's supposed to warm up decently in the next couple of days, though, so... It is, but I don't I, shoot until next weekend, and next weekend looks stupid again. I don't know if you've looked at the weather. Does it, I have not, because I'm so tired of looking at the weather and having it change over and over. I know. Well, next um, Saturday is supposed to be, uh, I think, chilly? I don't know. And then Saturday, or Sunday, it's going to have some kind of wintry mix, it said. Maybe that'll change, but yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, like, I walked around yesterday for a little while, and it was snowing on me, and I'm like, why is it, like, why am I having flurries right now? It's I know. Ridiculous. Well, it's snowing right now where I am, in Indy. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, 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 I just, I, my blinds are closed, so it's, it's not actually snowing in my world at the moment. <laughs> it's I put on Instagram that I feel like I'm living in the movie Groundhog Day. Because it's, oh, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally like every time I wake up, I'm like, "You've got to be kidding me!" So, yeah. you know what? I also did this weekend, um, just as like a a side note, because I don't think we've talked about it. I did one of those Insta story things where you can like highlight your stuff and put it on your on your Instagram business page. You know what I'm talking about? Um, you mean where you like save it on your profile and you can. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so I've seen some other people do it, like some other wedding photographers do it and, and some, uh, wedding planners where they do everything from like an about one, which I, I, I didn't do the about one yet. Cause it's going to take me forever to figure out, like to talk about myself, but, um, to do, I did a wedding one and then I'm going to do an engagement one, but it just kind of shows pictures and tells a little bit of like about me and or about like how I shoot a wedding maybe and then it also tell it has like some some little blurbs from past brides but uh I thought it was cool and you can just put it up there so that way people can get like a little curated video of you know each aspect of your business you know you could do one for seniors you could I think you can do up to eight different ones but uh so I spent some time this weekend and I put that together and it's not like I'm not in love with it but for a first shot, it kind of came out kind of cool. Yeah, I actually just saw it right before we started, and it looks good. You did you switched the view so it was horizontal, right? Yeah. So yeah, because and I know that's I know that's like not the whole story thing, 
but I, I just don't care. At the end of the day, like, you know, our photographs are taken horizontally and that's how I want them to be showed. I don't want to cut them off, yeah. you know, because yeah. of aspect ratio. Right. So I just decided it really, it really doesn't take much for somebody to turn their phone. I do it for Netflix all the time. So I just figured right. no, to do them in that orientation. It didn't bother me at all. I liked it. Yeah, and I know a lot of people would would just still do it the normal way or whatever, you know, to keep, stick to like the true format. But you know, I just figured I'll do me, <laughs> figure right. it out from there. Right. Well, yeah. So that so I did that, and I, I'm going to try to do an engagement one, and 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 then sooner or later do an about one. But yeah, so we'll see. Anything else going on with you? Anything else? Um. I'm trying to get this baby to sleep. Um, <laughs> she's just so squirmy and right in my lap, so I'm sure you can hear her. Um, no, not really. My wedding season is not as crazy this year. So last year I had 21 weddings, and this year I only I only have 12 or 13 scheduled. I'd like to have two more, two or three more. Um, but yeah, it should be a lot less crazy, which is good because my husband has to stay home with the kids, you know, all day when I'm gone. So yeah, it would just yeah. be insane for him if I was gone as much as I was last year. And like he even had a I dry run heard... last night when I was at my, well, both <laughs> nights this weekend. I mean, yep. he, she lost her mind when I was gone. She just, I don't, yeah. he doesn't even know why she was crying. She was just like screaming her head off. And so, of course, that makes me stressed out. But so we have um, his mom and my mom kind of like on call for when I'm going to be gone for a long time. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's a great dad. It's just overwhelming, you know, so. Yeah. It's funny because uh, I was, I'm, uh, you know, Audra from Hearts Arrows, she was doing a, uh... She's offering like those robes that that brides wear on their, you know, while they're getting ready and like yeah. tote bags and all that type of stuff. We were doing a shoot for her so that she could put them online uh, on her website the other day. And while we we're there, her husband, Zach, was was at home with the baby for the first time, too. And it sounds exactly the same. Like she got it. I think she got a text or something. She's like, I can't make I can't make it stop crying. Oh, I know. And I'm just like, I'm like, this is just so funny because. Like, and he's a good dad too. I know that like, you know, that's, that's not the thing, but it's just so funny because, you know, the kids are with you all week long or whatever. And then, you know, when, when mommy goes away for however long, it's like hell breaks loose because he doesn't know what to do. Even though it's funny because like both your husband and both her husband, it's not like this is their first time. Right. Right. It's just the baby is so used to being with, you know, us all the time that when we're gone, it's like. They don't know what to do. So, luckily, it was- yeah, yeah. Audra, Audra told me that uh, his nipples don't work the same way. It, yes, I wasn't gonna go there because I wasn't sure if she was breastfeeding. But yes, that I mean, that's huge. Like, you can't just yeah. stick the baby on your boob and quiet it. So it's a lot harder. Yeah, which is super funny. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But so, so why don't you go ahead and tell me, kind of, let's go back to um shooting this past fall and and or even actually in in the the late summer you you were pregnant when did you start like feeling it right there (laughs) 
Let's see if yep. I can get her quiet. Um, when did I start what? I'm sorry. Like, when did being pregnant start? Oh, sucking really bad? Affecting you in any way as far um, as yeah. you know, being uncomfortable while you were working or anything like that? So, the second trimester is a breeze. Um, but going into like five, six, seven months pregnant, it was really rough. Um, and I stopped shooting weddings and sessions when I was like 36 months pregnant. So it was pretty big, um, for my last wedding. And I did fine up until like the last, um, two months of shooting. And like, it was because I had a lot of little kids and I had to get on the ground with them. And so I would always grab like the parents hand and be like, will you let like help me back up? Cause I literally can't do it. Um, so that was, yeah, that was challenging. And then the weddings, just being on my feet for eight plus hours. Um, yeah. And not really like I wasn't swelling or anything. My legs weren't swelling, but it was just back pain. And, um, yeah. So I think the last wedding I did, luckily it was for, um, I'm friends with their family. So it wasn't like I felt like I had to be super, super professional or anything. Um, so during the reception, I would, like, I sat. I brought a chair with me to, like, the over uh-huh. to the table where the toasts were. And I sat down for that and photographed it. And then I would shoot the dancing and then I would have to sit down for a minute or two. Because, I mean, it was super exhausting and hard. Um, so yeah. I'm really glad that that's over. And I'm never doing that again. So... <laughs> Yeah. You were still using an assistant though, right? I do. Yeah. I do use an assistant and she was super helpful. She would, I mean, she carried my bags and stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah I mean, I couldn't have gotten away with it without her. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So it was rough, but I got through it and I just kept like marking off everything. Like, okay, I only have two more weddings. I only have two more sessions and yeah. yeah. And when did you when did you actually stop? Like how far along were you when you said, Okay, no more? I think I was like thirty six weeks, honestly. Um thirty five, thirty six weeks. And this was all stuff I had planned um beforehand, you know, like you schedule weddings mm-hmm. and you don't know you're gonna get pregnant, whatever. Um and then I think I did take like one or two sessions last minute that people needed to get in before I was on maternity leave and so yeah. Yeah. No big deal. And then I started back doing sessions in late March. So about six weeks after I had her. Six and I was fine. Out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, you're up and going and yep, rocking I was, it again now? Yeah, I was good. And it's like, it's not even the same thing as like a woman going back to work after maternity leave. Like it was five hours, right. five hours out of my day. Like it was no big deal. So Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah, I guess that is true. It is a big difference where like, you know, because you make your own schedule when you go back to work, especially if it's just for a session, it's like, and if it's just one session, it's a few hours instead of an eight to 10 hour workday that a, that a normal woman has to deal with. And I guess it's also, you know, God, you have to worry about like pumping and all that stuff when you're in the office and where do you go? And that's got to be so annoying for most women. You're lucky that you know you just get to go home or whatever yeah I'm super lucky and it's it's not lost on me like my best friends wish they could kind of be home and um 
So I feel great. I definitely feel grateful that this is my life. Yeah. But it, you know, it is hard being away on the weekends. I don't want to make light of that. But yeah, I get to make sure. my own schedule and I don't have to be away as much as other moms. So yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. So anyway. Well, one of the reasons I, I mean, I care about you. First reason why I was asking stuff, but we've already talked about a lot. But I wanted to, I was thinking about the bride's perspective. And, um, you know, now I, I got to work with you that time um, a couple months ago now uh, where I shot that video where you were working. And I didn't notice, like, other than you telling me that your feet were tired a little bit or something, you, I didn't notice, like, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Um, let me let me take a drink real quick. Sorry. Okay, you're good. Are you sick? No, I just... <clears throat> I don't <clears throat> oh, no, it's like I just probably coughed up that disgusting uh, vegetable smoothie I had a little oh, while ago. Oh, yum. Yeah, it's great. Uh, oh, so... So I've worked with... Uh, you know, like Morgan, Morgan uh, from Mo Michelle Makeup, like when she was, she was pregnant, you know, and she booked all of her stuff. And I've worked with her with like at one point, I think one pregnancy, she was all the way like literally I was afraid she was going to give birth oh that gosh. day. And I think that the that the bride thought that too or whatever. And then there's other uh, other times where like people like say, OK, this is my cutoff date. No matter how I feel the last month, I'm not doing anything or whatever. Um, and with, with a makeup artist, I know that's probably not as important, not to say that to makeup artists cause I love you, but um, <laughs> to a bride, I, d I don't know if it's as important, you know, cause if they hire a, a, a female photographer, they're expecting that to be their photographer for all day and they want your artistry. They want your eye. They didn't hire you just because you had a camera. So right. what would you... What would you say to brides that are like, oh, my God, my, my wedding photographer just got pregnant or, oh, my, you know, what, what would be questions that they, they might need to ask or what would be things to help reassure them that, that that's, you know, not a big deal? Right. Well, the one thing is, and I think I told you this, is I did have one wedding and it was my destination wedding. Um, that I uh -huh. had to give up because my due date was, um, a week before the date. And so if, yeah. if that's the case, if like you've hired somebody and they're, they got pregnant and maybe you don't think they're going to be able to do your wedding, I would say, just trust them as far as who they're going to recommend. Because, um, I was devastated. I was heartbroken and I, for one, wanted to make sure that whoever took my place would do as good of or a better job than I would. Um, uh -huh. So before I went to her, I like talked to her, her name is Violet Short and she's a friend of mine mm -hmm. and she's amazing. So I talked to her and, you know, found out she was available and she would do it. And so I brought Violet to my client and said, I, you know, this is the case. I'm really sorry. I know this sucks, but I have somebody I think you'll love even more. Um, and they booked her and she did it and she did freaking amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, so she killed it and I don't feel bad at all. I mean, for myself, cause I didn't get to go and do it, but, um, yeah. so if that happens, I would like 100% just 
ask for recommendations because um, they want to do you right. I mean, they want to find a replacement that's going to be um, up to par. But if their due date doesn't fall anywhere in your, you know, wedding date, like, it's totally cool. I mean, you might see them rubbing their back or, like, taking a break <laughs> here and there. But, I mean, we're not we're not debilitated. We're not handicapped in any way. We still have the same ideas and, um, yeah, and, and talent that we always have. We're just maybe a tad bit slower. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, what about when I was shooting that wedding with you? What about uh, I noticed that one time you were in the back with your feet up and you had guests giving you foot massages. Oh, that is so not true. <laughs> <laughs> I did that when no one was looking, okay? No. Okay, okay, no, never no, mind. No. no, but that's a great idea. Maybe I'll do that next time. <laughs> hey, I my can assistant. imagine the look on a bride's face. Oh my gosh, she would die. And that bride was amazing too. Like, And all of my brides have been super understanding. Um, I actually had one wedding. I hope this doesn't scare anybody. But I had one wedding where um, when you're in the first part of your pregnancy, you just get a little bit. Your blood sugar is wacky and you might feel a little faint here and there. Yeah. And so I had one where I just climbed eight flights of stairs at a hotel to get to their um, room, which that's a different story. I don't take elevators, whatever. So by the time I got up there, um, I was not feeling awesome. Um, and then it, uh -huh. it came to a point where I was like, I think I need to sit down. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to faint. But like, I mean, all I needed was orange juice. I was fine. Um, so, uh -huh. you know, maybe you'll have some run-ins with, pregnant people or photographers and they just need a little extra care, but now I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when that happened. Yeah. That was, I mean, that seems so long ago too. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how long nine months seems while it's going oh, on, but then all of a sudden gosh. it's like, that was just like weeks ago. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. So long. Okay. So, so one more question. It's the exact same question, just a little bit different though. You know, when you first start out, all your, I think it's just because it's like a, a question that clients are told to ask off of the websites and stuff. Right. Um, you always get that question. Well, what if you get sick or what if somebody in your family dies or what, are, um, what would you say to people when they say that? Like what happens, like what would you do to cover if it was last minute and you went into birth right. three weeks early? Right. So what, what, what would you be doing to reassure them to, you know, that, that they're, they would still be taken care of? I always tell them that like the great thing about, um, my packages is that Heidi's with me every time all, all day. So if something happens yep. to me, she can cover <laughs> the baby just made this hilarious noise. Um, if something happens to me, she can cover whatever's going on until I can get somebody there to replace me. Um, and yeah. luckily I'm like part of a really large group of um, Indianapolis photographers, central Indiana photographers. Um, and I have no doubt that I could get somebody there within an hour or two to cover me. Um, okay. So that's kind of what I say is there's, there's going to be somebody there regardless. And then, um, We'll get a second shooter there as soon as we can. Okay, cool. That makes sense, you know, and, and 
I've actually, I don't think I've ever heard of that being a problem. I just thought, you know, I knew, you know, that's a question that people always ask. So Yeah, and it makes sense. And, it, and I would want to know, too, um, God forbid something does happen. I think that's our worst fear as a photographer is being contracted to be somewhere and then something happens and we can't get there. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I spend more time worrying about, like, logistical stuff like that than I ever worry about, like, actually doing my job of taking pictures, you know? Like, oh, yeah, once you're, totally. Once you're there, like, it's no big deal. It's just how you're going to get from point A to point B and, like, yeah, also absolutely. making sure that, like, your clients have really thought out how they're going to get from point A to point B and point C, D, and E, so... I agree. Like, what I, it's just the getting there. It's the making sure, you know, maybe you're not feeling well that week and then you, you know, worry about, oh, I hope the day of I'm not feeling awful. Um, but then once you're there, it's like a piece of cake. So, yeah. Yeah. I've only shot a couple weddings where I felt terrible, like with the flu or, or whatever. Thank goodness I've only had that like once or twice ever. Ugh. But, um, it stinks, but you still, you just, you know, it's not like, I mean, it's your, your sole proprietor plus, you know, you, you just have to do it and like, you don't get, we don't get to call in sick. So. Right. Yeah. It's and just, I've shot a few not feeling well as well, but, and having a second shooter for that helps too. Cause she kind of, sure. I, you know, I was like, you need to take over posing right now. You need to take over this and that. And so that's helpful, but yeah. What about you? We're yeah, talking remember, about me way too much. I want to talk about you. Well, I was just going to talk about me. Okay. So here, like I remember, I remember like three years ago when I got like that terrible hernia in the middle of wedding season, oh, yeah. and I couldn't have surgery until after wedding season because oh. I had back to back stuff. Yeah. I remember that's when I had a uh, Josh Young as my uh, assistant, and I remember being at one wedding where. I was like curled up on the ground, oh. not around any guests. Like yeah. I went, like we were in a barn and I went and hid in like the cellar and curled up in a ball and like was basically crying. And oh I was like, gosh. dude, you just got to go like, go get on the dance floor for like, uh, you know, 10 minutes. Let me rest. And I think he actually, I probably shouldn't be saying this. I think he had like Valium or something or like some sort of painkiller <laughs> or something. And he gave, he gave it to me and Aww. I was like, I don't take other people's drugs, <laughs> but I took it cause I was in so much pain yeah. and I, uh, and, and it helped. And the rest of the night I was, I was great, you know, oh, and, good. And, cause normally I always have Advil with me or whatever, but like, I do know like there's sometimes and having that second shooter there for that was oh. like awesome. And yes. you know me, I'm not always an advocate of having a second shooter, but if there's a reason for it, it, it turns out really good. Yeah. Oh, man. Man, I'm glad he had the drug hookup for you. <laughs> yeah, I try to only have uh, drug dealers as second shooters. Yeah. It just really works out well. It's and a like good rule of thumb. the bridal party wants to party, I mean, yeah, my, my, it's right there. my hookup's great. On hand, I like it. <laughs> Never getting booked again. Or I'm going to get booked by some really fun clients, one of the two. Um. I did want to just say, um, so I was talking with uh, a makeup artist the other day, and this is just a random tangent, but I thought I'd, I'd throw it in here. Um, she was telling me she, she'd already shot like two weddings already this year, or not shot, oh, but wow. did makeup for. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, oh, cool. And she was telling me about this, this one a few weeks ago, though, and I guess one of the bridesmaids' dresses 
the, the bridesmaid was too big to get into her dress. And oh, no. she knew it ahead of time. She had tried it on like the week before. And then the day of, she still didn't fit into it. And I guess she made it into like this big ordeal and like stressed everyone out, stressed the bride out. Um, oh, just made, made like such a big deal. And all the rest of the bridesmaids were like, she knew she wasn't going to fit in it. Like she tried it on before. And yeah, that's weird. I, and so I've had it before too, where like something, and this always happens with guys because guys rent their, their tuxes and things instead of buying them like, like the bridesmaids always do. And so right. you get a different color pants or, Oh, they forgot the suspenders or the pants are too short or any of those things that happen and, or, Oh, one of the corsages were forgot or something, stuff like this mm-hmm. happens. It's a wedding. It just always happens. But it annoys me so much that anybody thinks that like their dumb little malfunction is more important than like the bride and the groom in their wedding day. And at the right. same time, I feel like it makes like no, no big deal at all. If, something stupid like this happens. Yes, the dress malfunction, figure it out or drop a bridesmaid the day of. I don't know what you do, but like it's it doesn't have to be like the end of the world. And I would just say to brides like going in to really stress kind of that fact to their bridesmaids and to their whole bridal party, to their family, to their moms and dads and I know we've talked about bridezilla moms and stuff like that before, but like mm-hmm. they need to stress to them that like None of this stuff really matters. And if it matters at all, keep it to yourself. You know, like I I love it. Like when the bride doesn't even know that the groom had a problem because all the groomsmen got together and they've, they worked out a plan on how to fix it. And one of them drives an hour to wherever that tux shop was and picks up the right tux and calls the, the tux person at home, like, because the, the shop was closed and they're going to get in no matter what, like just, I love Right. The fact that they can do that without the bride ever even knowing she goes in and it's like, boom. And it just stinks when somebody makes the day more about them than about the couple. And since it's mainly like brides and grooms that would be listening to this, I understand like bridesmaid Zillas won't necessarily hear it to kind of right. yell at them ahead of time. But I just feel like you really need to get that across to your people because it just stinks. Totally. And like vet the people that you're going to have in your wedding. If they're dramatic in real life, like everyday life, then they're probably going to be dramatic during your wedding. Yeah. And I get, you know, and people say, well, I have to have her. She's my sister. And do you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like if they're not like this is, and again, I know we've had this conversation. I don't know how many times and probably on air once or twice, but like if you are going to have a wedding, you just do it how you want it. It doesn't matter how your mom wants you to do it. It doesn't how your, you know, your sister did it. Just do it how you want to do it. And I'm sorry, just because your sister had you in her wedding party doesn't mean you have to have her in yours. And I know that might be like weird for somebody to hear, but it happens all the time. True. True. And you can figure out a way. So you don't want you don't want the fact that your your annoying cousin thinks she's going to be in your your wedding party or your you know you have four sisters and you don't really what you just cut it down to two and you're saying you know I'm just having my my you know 
maid of honor and one person other or whatever you there's there's ways to get around it if you really want to kind of right de-stress your day yeah totally so oh, that was, that's that crazy i'm i'm Sorry. surprised that happened yeah <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not surprised because like I said, I've seen it happen multiple times myself. And yeah. when I, when I heard this, what really blew my mind is for the okay. first, like normally it happens, it just accidentally happens the day of or whatever. But I feel really annoyed with this bridesmaid because she basically knew ahead of time and didn't do anything about it. And that, just yeah, that's what to I'm add saying. drama to the day. <laughs> well, I'm like, why would you want to have an ill-fitting dress where you're going to be walking in front of everybody like i would get that yeah. fixed yeah and if you know ahead of time you you can get that fixed yeah that's that's insane yeah so i don't know but i just think people need to really understand like what's important and what's and at the end of the day like who cares i have shot weddings where the where one of the groomsmen's tux was like light gray instead of dark gray because he got the one random one that doesn't like right it certainly doesn't change the fact that you're getting married no 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 so so yeah and and you're not going to care when you see the pictures and if you do there are you know tweaks we can do to try to fix some of that stuff but like yeah it's it's just it's just funny that it, it's little stuff like that can really damper the day Totally. Some but things never change, I guess. You didn't have, you didn't have uh, many uh, bridesmaids, did you? In your wedding? In my, no, I only had two, uh, three. Three. And it was so three. long ago. Like, yeah. I, I don't even talk to one of them anymore, which is sad. Yeah, and that happens a lot, you know, because everybody, like, you hear that all the time, especially with, like, the big weddings where... You know, people are just getting out of college and they have all their friends. And then the next thing you know, they... Yeah, exactly. They have their wedding and that's the last time they saw five of their 12. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I did have 12 on each side one time. Oh my gosh. No, I've had... Yeah, I've had 11 or 12. It's insane. It's so funny. I do have one. I have another one this year coming up that's going to be like 10, 11, 12, something like that. This one, I, this huge one's huge open field. Yeah, that's in. the thing because the the one I had before was actually in an old Catholic church, and like half of the guys, because the guys were bigger, half of them went like around to the back. Yeah, like, to, to, to where like I mean, the, the, yeah. the minister's quarters are, and I was like, the the girls all fit on stage, but the guys are just did it, and I was like, oh god, what are we doing? Yeah, like, it ends up be being a like a giant cluster eventually after. <laughs> So, hey, but you mentioned earlier about you did video for one of my weddings. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about how you've been trying to maybe transition a little. You're still doing photography, obviously, but um, do a little bit more video for weddings and stuff. Yeah, really what I'm trying to do, and I haven't necessarily found somebody to work with me all the time on it, but... There, there's a certain type of videographer out there, a cinematographer out there that, that couples hire and they do do like, uh, I said do do, sorry. Uh, they, <laughs> <laughs> they do, um, you know, these, these cinematic, cinematic 
uh, stories of the day, and then they do the the whole wedding and like the whole ceremony, and then they do, uh, you know, they sit down with the bride and the groom, and they have them read their letters, and they they make a thirty minute video or an hour video out of it. Um, some of I've I've seen videos that are like two hours long before. I um, and that's totally fine. I just thought that for for couples that don't want something that elaborate because the few friends I know that actually are, are like brides and grooms that I've become friends with after I shot their weddings, they've told me things like they didn't watch the whole video or they only watched it once or whatever. And I just thought it would be cool if you just did things like, like music videos. And there are people that do these things, but it's usually added in with other stuff um, mm-hmm. where you just have like a three to five minute video of the highlights of the day, maybe have some, maybe have some, um, audio of like the, of the vows or audio of maybe like, uh, somebody giving a toast or something like that, but nothing more elaborate than that. And, and add that, see, like, I want to, I want to continue doing photography. I'm still photography. Cinematography is something that I do, you know, like on the side, I don't really do it for weddings that much, but I thought Uh it would be cool to somehow at some point added into my coverage. Yeah. And I haven't, and I haven't a hundred percent figured out how to do that. Um, what I am thinking about is like, as I talk all the time, I don't always do the second shooter thing. And I, I don't even necessarily feel that I, I need one most of the time, but to do this, I believe that I'm going to have to. Uh-huh. And yeah. probably starting next year more than anything. Cause this year's, you know, you're getting pretty booked this year. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to add a, a second full time and that person will be skilled in cinematography more than stills. And so they'll shoot video and they'll assist me. And then, and then I'll shoot video. Maybe I'll flip back and forth with them or something like that because I do like it, but there's just a lot of logistics involved. You, that one day I worked with you, you saw like all the ridiculous amount of gear compared to, Oh my, yeah, I can never to, haul that everywhere. Yeah, and so I feel like I would just, like, just for that alone, I need somebody, like, that would be more of even an assistant, like, carrying gear, setting gear up. There's a lot of it needs to be plugged in compared to, you know, we operate 100% on batteries, you know. So I'll figure it out, but uh, it's going to be added as, like, as an add-on where they could get, you know, like, a three, five-minute video. Because video is becoming such more a part of our lives, too, and it's so much... Mm -hmm fun to share it online and that sort of thing. So I think in, in little bite-sized things like that too, I think family would care more about too, you know, they could watch that where I I just never, I don't believe that many people would sit down with even their best friends or family members and rewatch the entire ceremony over and over, you know? Right. No, I think you're right. And I, we live in a world now where we like, small like easy to digest little yeah bite-sized stuff yeah um and things that you can easily upload and share and our attention spans are you know sadly much smaller now but i I love that idea and i think that that's a perfect little add-on to your packages yeah and like i the only time right now like i shoot a lot of video like i don't ever talk about it and you don't see it on like my my wedding stuff, but I do shoot a lot of commercial video and 
you know, 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes. If you go longer than two minutes, we know that like nobody's going to be watching that video anymore when you're trying to sell them something. So, you know, it's a little different when it's your family and, and, or your loved ones crying and laughing and having a good time. You can, you could get them to sit there for three to five minutes and watch it, you know, on their phone, but you just, that's not the world we live in anymore where anybody's going to do that. You're not going to go over to your friend's house and sit there and watch like, long video cassettes of things right agree so yeah it's it's cool it's fun i i do enjoy it it's also kind of fun like i enjoyed the fact that i got to you know go work with you one day which normally you and i would never have that opportunity to do so that's pretty cool no and you only judged me just a little bit right not too bad it was just when you got that foot massage that's the only serious oh man uh, yeah, no, but it was great. Like, and it was it was fun to see how you and Heidi work, and you know, uh, yeah, it, it's just it's cool. You know, Chris, uh, Chris Deckard, uh, you met him last year. He's gonna assist me this summer one time, just because he wants to be with me and see how I work. You know, and so I think it's kind of cool that that you get an opportunity like that because most of the time you don't. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I. Um... I would totally assist you. Um, I'm just, you know, very in demand from the baby right now. Um, But I am assisting Violet, I think, one time. And it's just fun to see how other people work, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I might hit you up later this this summer. Um, I might have you uh, return the the lighting assistant favor down. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's it's probably going to be like a mass ab thing or something like that. But... uh, I have a couple that that I'm probably going to have to pull out all the lighting stops on, and so uh, I thought uh, I might have you come come help me out if, if you're available. For sure. I don't, we don't even have that date yet, so we'll see. But okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know uh, this has really just been a tangent for us, except for you know we I did want to talk about you know being a mom, but other than that. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that that is on your mind? Not really. I've, I mean, we we're kind of coming out of our winter slumber and our dry season, so I'm not like super into shooting at this point. I'm getting, I'm my April and May and June are going to be busy, but I'm yeah. just getting back into things. Um, and yeah, I don't know. No, I don't have. I'm still trying to kind of, you know be more creative and um I don't know I think sometime we need to talk about like social media a little bit more and like how we compare ourselves to other photographers that's been on my mind a lot um yeah but that's a whole nother can of worms sure sure yeah we can we can discuss that sometime yeah Um, no I've I think I'm just ready to get back into it yeah I'm pumped you know it's it's that time of year where it's you're just, it's been snowing and snowing and snowing and you just want to be out <laughs> shooting and you want to be in the yes. warm sunshine and all that sort of thing. And, uh, and I, and I know we all go through it and it's just, ugh. yeah. Yeah. But then again, if people would just get married all winter long, it would be fine. I know. Right. Yeah. I know. Be super but, helpful to my income. <laughs> that, that, but no, <laughs> but it was just. I don't know. It'd be. I think it'd be awesome to have more winter weddings, but who knows? They can't. Maybe. I think the 
fear is that when you, if you want a winter wedding, you're wanting snow. Like you don't want dead trees and nasty yeah. grass. Like, so it's a gamble. So people, you know, don't normally go for it, but yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's the nice one though. I did. So my, my last wedding, which I was talking about, um, that was like our coldest day of the year and we had a freaking cold winter. So it was like. Honestly, it was negative 10, negative 15. It was insane. Whoa. And um, yeah, it was crazy. And we went outside because I always pushed them to go outside. Um, and the poor bride was in like a strapless gown and she was freezing, but she powered through and I got some amazing shots. But yeah. Yeah. Winter wedding. Yeah, that's so hard to judge too. It is. I guess, I is. guess that makes total sense. Yeah, and they actually got, I mean, they got lucky. They moved their wedding from this fall. It was supposed to be 2018 to December and just lucked out and got. Oh, wow. I mean, okay. Got snow on the ground. So, yeah. because yeah, I've tried to, even with like engagement things, I've been with people where we say, okay, it's going to snow next week and we'll, we'll have a date tentative. And it's literally me and the bride or the groom texting each other or whatever, like, nope not gonna happen nope not gonna happen this year would have been perfect to do like all the engagement shoots in the snow because it oh, snows like every other day this year but in the yeah. past i i literally would have to cancel an engagement shoot five times to get to get snow and one year yeah. i remember this couple never got never got it and we just ended up have to do a spring one for him because it didn't snow the one day i think it snowed he, he had like a business like situation that he could not get out of. And so we just never got to do it, but this year uh, would have been perfect. <laughs> it would have. Yeah. I always, I think I always have to like arrange it the day of because weather is so unpredictable. And in yeah, Indiana. totally cool. Well, um, I guess we, we can just, uh, cut it off here. Well, uh, Oh, well, this is interesting. I haven't been watching anything. So, but what have you been watching? Oh my gosh. Well, so much because I've been home with a baby. Um, what did I just watch that I freaking loved? Um, oh, I just finished The Alienist. It's on TNT. Really? I've never heard of it. it. Yeah, it takes place at, like, the turn of the century, um, New York. And Dakota Fanning is in it, which is interesting because she's, like, all grown up. <clears throat> and now I have your frog in my throat. She's all grown <laughs> up. And, um, she plays, like, the only female um, employee of the NYPD back in the day. And okay. the, an, an alienist is basically like a, um, criminal profiler slash psychologist. That's just what they called them back in the day. Okay. And they're chasing a serial killer. Cause you know, I love my murders. You do so, love your murders. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Wow. So you I thought watching of you, anything? Uh, well, hold on. I thought of you. I saw some creepy thing on the internet about a guy who just auctions off like mass murderers belongings and stuff like Charles oh. Manson's uh, like artwork and just yeah. all sorts of stuff. Like that's his only business. And I'm like, who is his client? And I'm like, not even Kara would want this. <laughs> well, I mean, you would think I would, but I I just think that's too far for me. Like just yeah, a little, I think a little too far. you'd like to hear yeah. about it, but that's it. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, we'll just leave it alone. No, I yeah. haven't really been watching. I've been watching uh, 
So just when I've been editing and stuff, I've been rewatching uh, the show Monk. It's like a really old show. Oh, but yeah, with um, I, Tony Shalhoub, whatever. Yeah, I always liked the show when I had seen it before. And so, again, it's like background. I don't have to pay attention. I've seen it all. I remember it all. But um, I've been reading, Kara. Ah, good for you. Oh, I did read. Go on, though. Well, I, I, I literally – well, you know how I told you – I don't think I told you on air or anything, but I've been trying to – be healthier and eat better and get sleep and all those type of things. Yes. I, uh, I, uh, one of the things I do is I go to bed really decently early these days and I've been coming home instead of like staying at the office till 10, 11, 12, you know, at night working on, on editing or, or just doing stuff that's not valuable in any way. I've been coming home at like a reasonable time, like six, seven o'clock at night having dinner and then I've literally been reading like every night for three hours or and before I go to sleep. And so it's uh it's pretty cool. That's and I amazing. like I, I I just read my first paper book again in like ten years. Ugh. Everything's everything oh, I've wow. read has been on my iPad for so long. And I just finally read like an actual book and I have another book that I'm that I'm reading now. Um yeah, it's super weird. But so the, the cool thing about it is I haven't been watching Netflix really, except when like it's on, you know, like uh, at work for me to just have background noise. I haven't actually been watching any new shows or anything like that. Right. And I'm happy about it. That's great. I I agree. I read one, one, I read one this winter and I loved it. Like I felt smarter <laughs> and <laughs> Like less of a, I don't know, less lazy maybe, but yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't read on an iPad or a Kindle. Like I have to have a book, a physical okay. book. So that's yeah. So what did I you read? What was your favorite thing you've read so far? Well, I read right now. I'm re- I read a ton of stuff on. Well, you know, I'm going to to like. Uh, France and I'm going to Normandy next week. And um, uh-huh. so I've been reading a ton on World War II, um, like a ton of of documentary type of books uh-huh. and even some biography type stuff. Um, so that's been like the main thing. The paper book I got, it's uh, it's called Sid Harta. It's by Herman Hesse or Hesse, however you pronounce his name. He's like a... Uh-huh. Uh, a good writer that that I think he's won like a a couple of awards <laughs> but uh he uh I read that and I don't I think the only reason I I picked it up is cuz I had heard about it and I saw it for like super cheap and I was like oh that'd be good to read on a plane and I grabbed it but instead I I read it at a like at home <laughs> and it's not like a long book or anything I finished it but that led me to buy a couple other books like I'm going to bring on my trips with me and so uh I don't want to pack too heavy, so that's what I really like about the iPad. I can fit like all that stuff right. on there, but um, yeah. But it's still like you said. I think like there is something kind of cool about just having a book and not have to worry about like an iPad or your phone or anything like that. I like the idea that like on my days off and when I'm like sitting somewhere on a beach having a beer, I can just have like a real book and read that instead of you know lugging around your right. iPad. Right. I actually, so when I went to, um, the only time I went to Europe, um, my girlfriend that I traveled with, she is a huge book nerd and she brought, I want to say like five or six 
maybe more. So every oh, wow. time she would finish a book, she would just leave it wherever she was, like leave it at the hostel or leave it. I don't know. That's really cool. Something. Yeah. So she was like trying to do the whole pack light thing. <laughs> so that she... Yeah. Well, she didn't. She didn't pack light to start out. She just went home with no. Stuff, but she would really put. Weird. Well, she that she'd have room for her souvenirs then. So she brought books and then gotcha. she would read them, leave them, and then replace it with whatever she got. So gotcha. I, don't know. I do that, that with my. That was way uh, before Kindles, though. Yeah, I do that with my guidebooks. When yeah. I go to a city, once I'm through the city, I I leave it there in the hotel room or wherever I'm at for the for the next person, so that. Yeah, because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use it, and if I do, you know, if I go back to the same place, I'm probably gonna want like updated information right. five years from now, and so I just leave it there, and I hope that they do it because staying in Airbnbs a lot, a lot of people do that. They even leave like food or or you know whatever, and depending on the food, you're not gonna like eat their leftover potato chips. But like when we when yeah. we were in Iceland, we bought a ton too much beer, and we left it in the Airbnb like. Especially with Iceland prices, we left like $150 of, of beer in oh the fridge for like the next person or even the even my host, you know. I was right, like, either right. way, somebody's going to get some use out of it. It's so much better than us just throwing it away. But um, yeah, and so I like to do that with books too. It's pretty cool and it's fun when I get to places and people leave things or people like, especially if you get like travel books where people circle stuff and like say things that they think, whether things are good, it's like a non-digital trip advisor that's yeah you know not being paid for by the restaurant i like it so yeah cool well and i'm gonna try to read more so we'll see and i'm excited to hear about your trip because you're leaving this wednesday right no uh so tomorrow i leave after like we're going to lunch tomorrow uh and then after that i have a shoot and then i leave for dc tomorrow night and then okay. I'm just there. I'm just there for two days, and I come back. Uh, that's just the engagement shoot. But then I come back, and then I fly out to go to France the following Wednesday. So okay. I've got so a little over right. a week. Gotcha. Yeah, you're right. But just yeah, just this 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 trip this this week is just. I mean, it's just an engagement shoot. So I don't. And and it's quick. You know, it's only a two hour flight each way. So it's not like the oh, the I world. think. I think I saw that is the um are the cherry blossoms blooming right now? They are. No? So uh they were supposed to be blooming before now and I was freaking out that they like we planned it specifically around the bride wanting the cherry blossoms and then they've had terrible weather as well and um Ugh. we were just looking yesterday and actually just yesterday she was in like the cherry blossom 5k or something uh in DC. Uh, she ran it, and she said they were supposed to get snow today. Oh, no. But, but it looks good. The cherry blossoms are, like, in full bloom, and she doesn't think one day of snow. It's supposed to warm back up enough tomorrow where the snow will be gone, and she said she doesn't think one day will actually, like, kill them off the tree, and, like, we're actually really lucky. So Perfect. hopefully I get Yay. there, we get, we get what we need, and they die a few days later or something. But, yeah, <laughs> so I'm super stoked because I've seen a – I've seen the pictures she sent me and there's actually like a website called like cherryblossom.org that just kind of updates you daily on, on the cherry blossoms in Washington. On what they're doing. (laughs) Love it. But I checked it out and like, I looked at it and like, I've been kind of like, we've been planning this for 
months, but like the last yeah. couple of months I've been looking every few days being like, okay, because, you know, our weather is so bad here that I just, I keep yeah. praying that it's better there. But it looks like it should be fun. So I'm really excited. It looks like okay. we'll have good weather. And, and whenever you fly for just like one day to do a shoot, it's really nice when like the weather works out. So, um, yes. Sweet. So. Well, I can't wait to see those. Yeah, so it should be cool. And then, um, I don't know, and like, you know, I'll be gone, and then we'll be in wedding season, so we might not do another one of these for a while, but if something <laughs> Hopefully comes not up, as long, but yeah. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll have to come up with something good. I do like your social media thing. We can discuss that and see if we can put yeah. a spin on it where it actually works for this medium. Sure. But uh, yeah, well, um, so I'll see you tomorrow then. Sounds good. And she was so good this whole time. She's just I didn't, like, I hardly heard any noise. So, oh, like. I've been rocking fiercely and, like, sticking a passy <laughs> in her mouth and trying to follow what you're saying. So. And <gasps> you're not, uh, you're not bringing her to lunch tomorrow? No, my mom is coming. My mom's actually, my brother lives outside of D.C. So, she's coming from D.C. here. Um, oh, okay. And she's going to be watching the girls so I can okay. come meet you for lunch. Okay, cool. I'm excited. Yep, I am looking forward to it. Cool. All right, All right we'll I'm see you tomorrow get then. Her. Okay, sounds good. All right, cool. we will see you soon. Okay, bye. Later.